I'm Tess. I'm Lindsay. And welcome to Life Beyond the Test. Welcome to another episode of Life Beyond the Tasks. We are going to kind of overview this week what we talked about and some of the the benefits from things that we were chatting about this week. So August, our word of the month is... Simplify. Simplify. I always kind of think of um, Semperfy, the <laughs> Marines, like yes. Semperfy, which your husband was in the Marines, right? Yes, he was. My grandpa was in the Marines, so like, yes. <laughs> we're simplifying. Anyway, so tell me, Lindsay, why do you think it's important to simplify? Simplifying to me is making space for your priorities. It's, I mean, it's hard to, to describe without just saying simplifying, right? But it's it's making little shifts in your home, in your spaces, in your mind to enable you to do more, be more, and just have the, the room for the priorities. Um, like for me, one of my priorities is having fun with my kids. So if I'm hyper-focused on all of the things that I have to do because I have so much clutter in my home, I'm not going to be present with my kids playing with my kids. So if I can simplify the amount of things that I have or just the amount of tasks that I need to do every day because of systems and different things, all the tips that we're going to give you, then I'm going to be able to be more present with my family and the other goals that I have. I think that's beautiful. And I think it reminds me of the, you remember that like vase where they bring like big rocks and medium rocks and small rocks and they like dump all the small rocks in and like try to fit everything in it. It won't work. Mm -hmm. But if you do the big rocks first, then the medium rocks. Then there's space for everything. Yeah. And then you can pour in all the small rocks and it all fits together. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what it is, is when you simplify, you also start to prioritize. Exactly. And also like we want to give you tasks to simplify that are usable tasks that are not like we're adding more to your chaos. Instead, it's like, okay, I can do something simple to simplify. It doesn't need to be an extreme. So do you want to share some of the tips we talked about this week? Yeah. So the first one is taking time to write things down. One of the best parts of the planner that we made is the dump page. And we have that before each month and before each week. And the entire purpose is to get all of the things in your mind out of your head and onto paper. So you're dumping out your ideas, your to-dos, your, you know, things to remember, reminders, your schedule, literally all of the things that you have to try to remember throughout your month or throughout your week, you're just writing it down because then it gives your mind space to relax, breathe, you can see it, you know you're not going to forget and you have mind space for other things. So writing everything out helps you even when you're actually scheduling and when you're coming up with what you want to do for the next day or the next week. Um, So what we love best about our planner is you have that dump page before your week or before your month so you can kind of refer back to that. It's all in one place so you can say, okay, what were my tasks? What did I have to remember? And so you can say, okay, I have a couple hours today and you can flip back to the next page, see, okay, I have these to-dos or I have this task that I need to get done and you can fit it into when it works for you rather than just an overwhelming list of I have 500 things and I have to remember to do them all, and you're trying to cram it into too small of a space. I love that so much. Well, and I think, was it in our last planner that you had the quote, like, get out of your head and into your life? Yeah. And I feel like that's so true, because it's like when you go to the grocery store, and you're like, hey, I need to get 
I need to get like this, this, and this. And like, you're like quoting it like this, this, and I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And you get there and you're like, I, I haven't, I don't, what? what? <laughs> like there's like one item and like, no matter how hard you try, you're like, I don't know. And I know mm-hmm. it's important and you feel yeah. like you're crazy. And I'm like, or you get all the down. things. Yeah. Or you get all the things that you don't need and you forget the stuff that you actually really need. Yeah. Or, and even with your tasks, you start to dis- distract yourself. You're doing all of these other, you know, little things because you are avoiding the big stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's so for our trade. <laughs> for preparing for our retreat we had to-do lists like things we had to grab at home things we had to get from the grocery store and things we had to pick up and so we had multiple lists going on and randomly both Lindsay and I would be like oh I forgot this and they were like but we wrote it down on a to-do list is there another to-do list like (laughs) hiding somewhere but I will tell you having those to-do lists because I was so overwhelmed with packing by the time I actually did it it took me like an hour and I was like oh okay I'm ready but I had been like like pushing it off because I was like, this is so overwhelming. I was like, oh, but I have my list. Just, mm-hmm. just follow, just go down the list. And yeah. it felt better. Yeah. And that kind of ties in with our second um, tip is to do the hardest thing first. Often the thing that's taking up the most space in our mind isn't actually going to take as long as we think, or it's not going to be as hard as we think. So if you just look at your list, you decide which is the hardest thing, the thing that is bugging your mind the most, Mm -hmm. and you do that first thing, most of the time you're going to be really surprised and say, oh, like I'm already done with that. That's so great. And then the other things are going to just be so simple and you're like, oh, I can keep going. Like this isn't as big anymore. Mm -hmm. Well, and we talked about this at the retreat is one thing we do to motivate each other. Sometimes we'll be like, hey, if my kitchen's not clean within 30 minutes, I'm sending you $20. That is so motivating. It's like, oh my gosh. Or like we can, we play points games or it's like, how many points would you say I get? Like, because I did before and afters, how many points would you say I get? Mm -hmm. Like things like that. That's like, okay, what actually motivates you? Money motivates me. I don't know very, I know very little people that aren't motivated by money, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, if I text Lindsay and say, this has to be done, or if I don't text you a picture of this tonight, I owe you this, I will Mm -hmm. get it done. And I'll get it done in like five minutes and be like, oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, that was ridiculous. I almost paid $20 for how ridiculous that was. And it's that accountability too. Like I, I mean, 20 bucks would be nice, right? Mm -hmm. But I want her to succeed. So I'm helping remind her or checking in with her. And so it's that accountability too. And yeah, so find somebody and we can be that person for you. If you need an accountability person, like message us. Like we can, we can like, keep you accountable for all the things. Like, we can take your money, but we also don't want <laughs> but to. But we don't want to. Great <laughs> and I do have a few on my Instagram that message me and they're like, yeah. I'm going to be up by this time. And I'll randomly like get $5 because they're like, I, I didn't wake up today and I text you yeah. about it. And I was like, oh, I didn't even notice. Like, yeah. but I'm like, I want that for them to experience mm-hmm. like okay it's this is what's going to move me mm-hmm. um so the third thing is take a minute to jot down what you're grateful for so i did this the other day i was in kind of like a funky place i have been like being sick it just takes you to that like core survival mode um but this for me i was just in this rough place and i just had this like overwhelming feeling kate like what are you grateful for and i was like okay my kids have made a giant mess in my house But at least they've been able to take care of themselves while I've been sick. And the bookshelves are a mess. You know what? I'm so grateful that my kids love books so much that it's a mess. 
And then, oh, the dishes. Okay, the dishes are piled up, but I'm so grateful that we have food in our home that my kid and that my kids can feel comfortable enough that they know that they can go eat when they need to eat. And so, like, really taking that spin on, like, especially for something you're really struggling with, like, if you're, I mean, if you're struggling in your marriage and all you're seeing is all those negative, nitpicky things, spending a day, every day, finding a couple things that you're like, oh my gosh, he did that great, he did that great, he did that great. It's going to really flip your perspective. And instead of being victim, martyr, looking for all the bad things, you are now like, oh, I see the good. I yeah. see the positive and I'm grateful for it. Yeah. Well, and it helps you, like you said, to see more of the positive. Like you, what you focus on you find more of. So if you're focusing on all of the negative and, oh, I have to do this and I should do this, you're going to see more and more of those things rather than if you see all the things you're grateful for and what you have, it brings you to the present and then you see even more of that. So sometimes when you start a gratitude practice, it can seem really overwhelming and you can sit there in front of a paper trying to like write it down or even think about it and you maybe will get like a couple things. But as you do it more and more, you like your list just grows and it's faster and faster and you start spitting things off. Or for me, what I do now is I notice it throughout my day when something happens. It's not that I have to sit down at night and say, okay, what am I grateful for? It's literally something will happen. And I'm like, Oh man, like I'm so grateful for that in that moment. So it, it just helps bring you to that present so that you are just grateful all the time it's not a forced thing and you're expressing it i think more often because when you notice what you're grateful for you start to express it it's in it then when you're telling your kids like oh my gosh that was so great of you to pick up that toy on the way to your room without being asked like you start to express your gratitude yeah which is a higher vibration exactly lifts you up and it's also a simple thing to make you feel better yeah for sure Okay, our next tip is to take 10 minutes and declutter your house, whether that's just 10 minutes to kind of run through each room, whether that's 10 minutes for one space. But that timer, I will tell you, is a huge tool because sometimes it is overwhelming. You see all of the things that you need to do. You're like, where do I even start? So if you just pick one area, set a timer for 10 minutes and just go as much as you can in that 10 minutes. One, you're going to be surprised how much you can do. Um, and then also it's not overwhelming. It takes that pressure off of yourself of the perfectionist. Like I need to do everything. And you're just like, I got 10 minutes. Like, you know, while you're waiting for your food in your microwave, while you're, I don't know, waiting for your kids to put their shoes on or something like just those little moments you can find. Like, and then like a, like a 60 minute right there. <laughs> That's not a 10 minute. Yeah. Like, Get your shoes on. <laughs> but 10 minutes seems a lot easier than like, oh, I have to do my entire kitchen and it's probably going to take me an hour or, you know, whatever time. Like 10 minutes just seems really insignificant. So yeah. it's easy for your mind to grasp and just go for it. Yeah, I can totally. And and that for me, that if I even just go take like a laundry basket around and I'm like, put it, even if I'm just picking up everything. Mm-hmm. As often what's happened is your home, like the clutter is just spread all over. And even just going to take a laundry basket and being like, okay, I'm putting it all in. And then I'm going to sit at my bed and I'm going to like be like, okay, I'm going to go take this where it goes. And I'm going to take this where it goes instead of feeling overwhelmed by it just being spread out. Yeah. Well, and then you don't, you don't distract yourself too. How many times this, I do this all the time. So how many times do you start something? You're like, okay, I got to do the dishes. And so you start to put dishes away, but then you see, oh, this is a little bit disorganized. So then you start sorting the lids or whatever. And then like, you just kind of bring yourself to other parts of the house. Your dishwasher is open. All your cabinets are open and you're found like cross-stitching in a corner because you're like oh i found this yeah. like, and you're like 
what just happened? Yeah, so you actually get the things done because you're not you're not scattered trying to do everything at once. You have a, a specific purpose. That's I mean simplifying. That's the whole purpose of all mm-hmm. of this, right? You're picking one thing, you're just getting that one thing done. You're not trying to do it all at once. Yep, exactly. And the last step is laughing with a friends. Okay, so this is a great way to simplify because often when we're in a dark or a deep place, your body, the depression, the anxiety, it doesn't want you to talk to other people. It wants you to stay with them. So like this like darkness in you is like, no, no, stay, stay. Don't, don't talk to friends because they won't understand. No, 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 nobody's going to know. It's just you that's facing all of this. And when you're able to open up and be like, today was really rough. Today was rough. Like Mm -hmm. my kids scream most of the day. I feel overwhelmed. And your friend's like, me too. And you're able to create that bond of like, it's not just me. It's not Mm -hmm. just me. And you can just begin to laugh it off because reality is we're all a mess. We're all a mess. And even like the most unmessiest people have their mess somewhere. Like we, we have it and that's okay. It's okay. And Mm -hmm. we're trying to improve and lift each other up. Yeah. One of the things that I love most about Tess is she just really emphasizes that you are not alone. And I feel like that's just part of who she is, is helping people feel that they're not alone. So whenever I'm having a hard day, being able to, you know, Marco Polo her and be like, oh my gosh, my kids are crazy. And she'll and literally just... sometimes I can't hear her in the Marco Polos because <laughs> my her, kids are so loud. Because <laughs> her pterodactyl child, that's her first one. He's even louder than McKady. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But she'll He's just, she'll just tell me that, you know, you're not alone. I understand. Like I'm right here with you. And so find that person who's that support and helps you see that, you know, you're not alone. You have support, you have love. Um, and you can laugh it off. And yeah, it just, can, it, it helps you get it, a different perspective. If you laugh, it, it helps you not to cry. <laughs> yes. I mean, how often if I, am I like, if I, if I can just laugh about it, it can help yeah. me not cry. Cause that's the, that's the feeling I want to have. Well, that's the shifted perspective because when you're in something, when you're in the stress, when you're in that chaos, Sometimes it's hard to remove yourself from it. And so when you have someone that can kind of just bounce off of you and you guys start laughing about it, you can see how silly it is. Or you can just see that like, okay, like I'm overreacting maybe, or it's not as bad as it could be, or, you know, you can just see a different light to it. And so I think that's really important. I think that's beautiful. And also I think so often we hold off on doing things with other people because oh, we're yeah. too busy. I know I have to keep my house clean. No, my baby's got a nap at this specific time. And you hold off. And so, and then you're like, why don't I have any friends? And it's like, because we haven't opened ourselves up and you haven't been authentic yet. And when you can authentically say like, my kid literally puked down my face today. <laughs> she's like uh is that today or yes every day every day <laughs> every day but like to be like yeah that sucks like but other people are like been there mm-hmm. been there and you can laugh about it and so stop holding yourself in to wait to hold yourself together to be friends with other people yeah because if you're waiting for yourself to be the perfect friend you are not number one giving other people a chance to love you and your imperfections mm-hmm. and you're also not giving other people a chance to be like oh it's okay. You're mm-hmm. validating them as much as they're validating you. Yeah. At and, least a healthy friendship. And you can learn from each other. You know, there's so many times that even through those hard moments, like I learn from others' experiences. And then when I'm talking about my hard experiences, they're learning from me. It's that, I mean, that's what a friendship is, right? It's that give and take. Right. You learn together, you grow together, you experience together. So 
yeah, just just laugh with your friends. Yeah, keep it simple. Keep it simple. That's our goal. Yeah. Okay, so we are we're gonna just chat about the dump page real quick. Okay, so a dump page. Do you want to? We kind of brought it up a little bit earlier about just writing everything down. What is a dump page, Lindsay? So it's literally a brain dump. So what I like to do is before each month and before each week. I take, and this is again where you can even set a timer if it seems overwhelming to you, but you just take a small amount of time and you just write. Write everything down. Ideas that come to your mind, the tasks, whatever comes in, just get it out of your brain. So our dump page has sections. There's six different in sections in our day planner. No, intentional life. Intentional Sorry. life plan. Oh my goodness. It's because <laughs> we talked about the do daily. Yes. <laughs> So our intentional life planner, there's six different categories that you get to pick. So, well, we have home and must do like your top priorities that you need to get done and the rest you can pick. So you can have like one category per kid. You can have like, I have a vacation this weekend, so I need to plan for that vacation. Or if you have a business, you can have one of those for your business or for school or the different things you get to pick, but it's literally just getting all of your ideas, all of your thoughts, all of your tasks on paper so that it's no longer running around in your mind. I love it. And I think the categories really help because you're like, oh, okay, then you're able to not only just be like, I have so much to do. And you just like, rot, like jot down this giant just list. Instead, you're like, oh, wait, this has to do with this part. And you're literally taking your brain and telling it to organize it into pieces, Yeah, which is a good feeling. So some benefits of using the dump page weekly is it gets you out of your head so you can focus on being in your life and then you can put them down. You won't forget about them and you can start prioritizing. So what I do is I will flip back and forth between my dump page and my weekly plans and be like, I don't have as many scheduled tasks that day that I'm like leaving my house for. So this day I'm going to be doing work stuff this week or this day I'm going to be doing homeschool stuff or that like it's just literally helping you to organize it a little bit better and prioritize. I'm going to talk about the uh, what it does for your brain. It just gives you space. It clears your mind so that you're not having to remember everything. I mean, how many of us talk about mom brain, right? You just forget everything. I walk into a room and I'm like, what was I even coming in here for? She's mid-sentence and she's like, what was I even <laughs> Tess saying? Tess and I Marco Polo pretty much all day long and half the time I have to stop what I'm saying, go rewatch what she's saying, and then I can finish... My mind's all over the place. I have squirrels that live in my brain. And you if I don't write stuff them. down, I should. I was like, Edgar. Yeah. <laughs> One of them's Edgar, I know. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Penelope. Edgar Penelope the squirrels. Oh, we're not the dying. So if the I don't... Chicken's Penelope. Yeah. Oh, cute. Yeah, if I don't write things down, I don't remember it. And even if I think that it's important enough that if I don't write it down, I'll remember it, half the time I don't. So it, it really just gives your brain that relief like when you write it down you can just kind of like sigh a relief that you no longer have to remember everything and then what's super fun too is you get to cross things off if that's if you're like me that just gives you that rush like I will write something down that I did just to cross it off so when you have a dump page it's all in one place you can see what you have to do and then you can just cross everything off and they they've had studies and things done that it shows that you have less stress you create order out of your chaos it simplifies your life and it helps with anxiety. Yep. So I'm like, why aren't you doing it? Start doing yeah. it right now. And I'm like, and try to make it a priority that that Sunday, 
Sunday you're going to do that. Like Sunday is just the day that you're going to like jot things down for the week. And again, it doesn't have to look perfect because it's yours. So even if it's a piece of paper that you just grab or even if I'm on a trip or something or somewhere and I don't, I'll just like grab a piece of paper or the back of her seat and just be like all the things I'm mm-hmm. thinking. Or a note, a note on your phone. I do that oh, all, all the, the time. time. Yeah. yeah. So, so good. Okay. So one thing, so the home and emotional connection tip for this past week was talking about your kitchen and cleaning your space in your kitchen. So the kitchen is the like center of your home. So it's the center of not only your home, but the center of your body. So this, if you've been struggling to lose weight, if you're having like gastrointestinal issues, it usually is connected to. So if you have a messy kitchen, Lindsay, if you have a messy kitchen, <laughs> how many meals do you make that week? None. Not zero. <laughs> She's like, none, none, nothing. And then you just feel overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And then when you do make, it's just causing you anxiety. Versus if you come into a nice, beautiful, clean kitchen, Mm -hmm. what do you want to do? Oh, I cook. That's my favorite thing. So I have a practice that I try to do regularly, um, and it's called the good night home. So every night I go through and I just pick up my kitchen. I load the dishwasher. I do the dishes. I make sure that my counters are clean. I start my diffuser. And I just make everything a little bit tidy. And what it does to me in the morning is incredible. Mm -hmm. You wake up, it's fresh, it smells clean. You have that space, that literal physical space that gives your mind the space as well. So you have both physical and mental space. And it starts you fresh. And I guarantee you, I tell you, like every single time that I wake up and my counters are clean, I'm like... I want to make a yummy breakfast. Mm -hmm. And so we eat better. I make this delicious, healthy breakfast for my kids. And when I don't clean my kitchen and it's messy, I'm like, do we have cereal? Do we have, like, what can I just, like, throw together? We're going to just add it to the dishes pile at the sink anyway. It's like, it's just a mess. Yeah, it just, it does so much for your mind. The physical clutter and the physical things directly influence your brain. And so having that clean kitchen and especially like what Tess was saying like having that be the center of everything that you're doing it's so important for that space to be cleared and cluttered decluttered sorry decluttered and not that it has to always be that way because obviously it's going to get used you're going to have dishes you're going to have like messes. Retreat one this weekend it was a very mm-hmm. basic beautiful kitchen and that thing got messy. Yeah. It was like every other minute I was like, oh my gosh, this kitchen's a bomb. And then people would come in and clean it and it would yeah. be so pretty. And then it would be bomb again. And I'm like, yeah, but it was where everybody was. was. Every, I mean, this was a, but this was like a small kitchen with like mm-hmm. an island. Like it was a pretty small kitchen. And we had at one point all 12 women in this kitchen together. Mm-hmm. And they, because we all just wanted to be together. And that's mm-hmm. what happens at your home too. So yeah. it's going to be a mess, but it's, so it should be as calm as possible. Take everything as much as you can off the counters. Leave it as calm as you can be because that's your center of your home, not just the center of your body. It's the center of everything. It's where people gather together to mm-hmm. make their life happier. That's where it is. Yeah. So every week we'll have a home emotional connection tip. And in October, we are going to have our home, ne- home emotional connection course where we're actually going to walk you through some rooms and clean them and declutter them together. Mm-hmm. So keep an eye out for that because in September, we are going to have our five, isn't it a five day declutter? Yep. Our five day declutter. Ooh, that's got a nice ring to it. Five day declutter. And now that's what it's called. We just made it up right now. <laughs> so anyways, keep an eye out for that. That's also, if you are on our email list, you can be part of our five day declutter and also know when we're going to start our home emotional connection 
course, which will be in October. So the last thing that we want to talk about is simplifying your life with kids. Often that seems really overwhelming. I have two under two, and let me tell you, it is chaos most of the time. But there are little things that you can do to make your life easier and more simple with kids. One of the things I love doing right now, my son is almost two, and he's getting a little bit more interested in helping me. So he sees me vacuuming or sweeping or putting the clothes from the washer into the dryer. So if your kids are at an age where they can start to help, even if they're really young, not even two, they can help you. They can start to do things with you and that teaches them good practices, right? Mm -hmm. But then it also makes your life a little bit easier. It's fun. It's that bonding time with your kids. So there's a lot of little things that you can do with children so i simplified like i I was having a hard time so my kids are a little bit older but i was like i need to have them start doing like a cleaning chart but i didn't want to go through like i'm going to build this cleaning chart that we might not use sometimes so last week what i did was i literally just took some like pieces of paper and i wrote down the chores that that specific child needed to do i really wrote their name like jameson and he needed to do this 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 and this and i drew a little picture next to it that's really ugly and but they knew what i was talking about and i was like okay these are your things you need to do and then i had pirate coins i think i got them off amazon i can put a link for them um so it was like a big bag of pirate coins and i was like as soon as you fill up this cup you get to go to the dollar store and pick anything you want so in a couple weeks i'm gonna go spend three (laughs) dollars And, but they were so excited to earn their pirate coins. And there were things that like, if they had to clean the living room, it was going to be worth more. But like, all I had to do is daily, I would just take a piece of paper and be like, what do I need my, like that child to do that day? And so it wasn't, I was trying to simplify it because I think so often we're looking for the perfect organized system too. And there is no such thing. We just got to And honestly, changing it up. When I was a teacher, I changed up my behavior. Um, what is that called? Like your behavior, how you got your kids to behave. I don't know what it's called right now. All of you are sitting there saying like, this is what it is, Justin. I can't think of it. Anyways, but I would change that up almost every month because kids need like, it's not as exciting after a couple months. So you can switch things around and play with it. Mm-hmm. Again, it's all about progress, not perfection. Because if you are looking for perfection in yourself or in your children or in your spouse, <laughs> you will never, ever find it. So it's all about that progress and that growth. And you're going to go through a hard time. You're never going to have it down and be like, this is it. This is the answer. Because something else is going to shift and change. And you'll have to find the new answer. There's no just solid answer forever. So... Thank you so much for listening. If you want to follow us, we are Life Beyond the Tasks on Instagram. And um, what else? I was like, I have my brain. Oh, there's Life Beyond the Tasks on Facebook as well. If you could please give us a rating, a shout out, tag us in our stories. Mm-hmm. This is just like time for you to come just chill and hang out with us and get some tips that hopefully can help you on your progress, not your perfection. We hope you have a wonderful week and we will see you next time on Life Beyond the Tasks.